So today I am so excited about our guest. We have Kendra Joyner back with us again. She is a children's direct director of children's ministry, children's minister, and she has been in children's ministry for 18 years, full-time, 21 years, part-time. And I absolutely love her. She has so much insight and is so wise. And you're going to be very blessed by getting to hear what she has to say today, because today we are talking about discipling the heart of a child. So really discipleship is about relationships. It's about getting to your child's heart. And that's what is so important. And this is a great topic for her because she has had so much experience with kids. So I'm looking forward to chatting with her about it. Hi, this is Rebecca Messer, co-host for the Training Them Wisely podcast with our host, Renee Christensen. Renee speaks at church events and conferences, teaching parents and grandparents how to grow in their walk with the Lord while discipling their children and grandchildren because authentic, loving discipleship matters. Renee is a best-selling author of the book, Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and has several new Bible study releases designed for your whole family to use together for family devotions, homeschool curriculum, or personal quiet times. These studies cover four age levels, preschool, kids, teens, and adults. Join us on Adventures Through the Bible with Bella, Benny, and Fluffy for your preschoolers discovering key truths in scripture. Your kids and teens will learn how to study the Bible verse by verse for themselves. Adults will dig into the same passages as their teens so the entire family can study together and engage in conversation with the discussion questions at the end of each chapter. We all know that prayer is so important. Renee's Bible study, Love to Pray, includes a prayer journal to teach and encourage your kids and grandkids to love to pray. Looking for a way to help your kids pay attention during the church service? Check out our new Sermon Notes for Kids which include portions for writers and pre-writers to take notes and draw pictures. It is colorful, fun, and will help your children engage with the sermon. So thank you for joining us today, Kendra. And today we're going to be talking about discipling the heart of a child. What does discipling the heart of a child mean? Well, I think you have to look at it from the child's perspective and see where they are um, with their questions, with what they're looking for. Um, a lot of times when they get to elementary school, they start having lots of questions about, um, who is God and why did he have to die on the cross? And, um, so it's important to listen to them, but also not to just give them the answers and let them work through those answers themselves. I like to give open-ended questions so we can see where they are and, um, to decide, are they really ready or are they just in the process of figuring things out, which sometimes is both, but, the Lord's timing is always perfect. And so it it's important that we listen to them and see where they're at too. I like that. And that's so true because children are so different. Even my own children are different. They're different mm-hmm. in maturity levels, what they've been able to comprehend at different ages, um, what they've been able to read even at different ages right. so that they can understand more things. And so that is important that we're able to talk to them to see where their heart is and what they really are asking by asking those open-ended questions, because what you might think they're asking might be a little different versus if you're questioning them to find out more about it. So how do we disciple the heart of a child? Well, I think for one thing, we model that. We model what discipleship looks like for them. So they see that. So they see that you have relationships and you have um, time in the word with God yourself. 
um, so that they know that that's an important piece of it. The other part of discipling is that you have a relationship with people outside of just yourself and the Lord, right? And so um, when we disciple the heart of a child, we look at the things that they need. And sometimes it's just explanations they need. Sometimes they need to just read it for themselves or do it. Um, I know, so I teach first grade Sunday school um, here. And um, one of the things that we've learned this year is that our kids are doers. They've got to manipulate something to figure out what we're really talking about when we're explaining the word of God and what it really means for us. So when you're um, discipling a heart of a child, you have to really know where they are and where you want them to go. And so part of that means that we um, let them read the word of God, even if it's slow, give them that time to process, because sometimes it's a process in, inside, sometimes it's processing it outside. Um, and so we have to make sure that they understand it because it's really a decision, right? That we want them to ultimately make, but it's not something we can make for them. So we want to make sure that when we disciple their hearts, that we're giving them truth, but we're putting it in a way that they understand it. So for a first grader, they get, um, lots more hands-on for us because they're very concrete thinkers. Um, but by the time they're fifth graders, we can give them a lot more um, depth to kind of process and to deal with and to wrestle with so that they can go a little bit deeper with things. Yeah. And so even I teach fifth grade <laughs> and even as they go through those years, there are th the things that they learn in first grade, they build as they get mm -hmm. older and they're able to take those concepts that they did learn in first grade. And then in fifth grade, understand it in a different way, just as their brain right. is developing and as they're understanding more about what they're learning. And so, yeah, that, that's a lot of fun because for our, for fifth graders, it is, it's a different process where really conversations, um, breaking them into those small groups where they're able to discuss with each other, what they've read in the Bible, they are faster processors. So we get through a lot more verses in fifth grade than we would have in first grade to be able right. to talk to them about. Yeah. So why is it important that when we are discipling a child that we are discipling their heart? Well, that's where the root of it all is, right? It's in the heart because the Lord um, gives us the heart for a reason. And he, um, you know, and tells us that we need to disciple that. We need to walk with them, you know, in the ways that we walk with Christ. And so the heart can also be deceitful. <laughs> that's another thing that we know about it, right? Because we're sinful people. Yes. And so when we um, talk about that, we want to make sure that they understand. So for little ones, um, when we say you want to accept Jesus into your heart, they think you're opening a door and putting him in your, their bodies. Right. But that's not really what it is. It's really about a, building a relationship. That's an ongoing understanding of who they are and who he is and what he's done for them. And so, um, and it, a lot of times, even with first graders, when I'm talking to them about accepting Christ and that it's the beginning of a journey that it takes time, we use a plant. I have a plant here in my office. I use and we talk about the things that it needs and it needs time, it needs water, it needs sun, um, all the things to grow. And the same thing happens when we decide to accept Christ. That's just the beginning of a journey. It's not the end of it. It's not the last thing that we do. It's the very beginning. And we've got a whole lifetime to grow from where we start to until the Lord takes us home. So it's important yeah. that we touch on their heart and what that is for them, because a lot of them think inside or you know, they just have different perspectives of what the heart is. 
That's so true because kids can be so literal. I yes. remember telling one of my children to hit the lights, meaning to turn them off. And they <laughs> gave me this really funny look. And whenever they heard hit the light switch, <laughs> why are you asking me to hit the lights? And so it is, you know, they do have that, that type of thing, but to ha- to know that we're looking at their heart because we want them, as you're saying, to model it. Right. It's really, really important for us as parents that we do love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, because Mm -hmm. then they can see that happening. They can see that love that we have for Jesus, because what I've, what I've tell parents is that we need to be disciples of Jesus. First, we need our hearts to be changed. And as our hearts are changed, just like Jesus he showed the disciples an example where he was spending this time with God. He knew God's word. He mm-hmm. was reading God's word. He was spending so much time alone with God in prayer. And they watched him do that. And then these disciples in turn, they're able to teach others. So it's the same thing. And as you're teaching our, as we're teaching our children, just like Jesus touched their hearts and changed their lives. That's what we want Jesus to do for our children. So I want to model it. We want to show it in their hearts. And we want their hearts to be changed as we're discipling their heart. Right. So you and I, oh, I kind of jumped ahead there. You and I, you and I have been talking about how relationships are important. And really, I think that's what discipleship is. It, it's yeah. a relationship that's centered in Christ. So what should this relationship look like whenever you are trying to disciple the heart of your child? So I think um, one of the things that I love about Deuteronomy 6 is that it talks about um, walking in the way with them. And when we walk with children on a daily basis, like sometimes they see the good, sometimes they see the bad, right? Um, but in a relationship, you get to ask for forgiveness or you get to um, be able to show them, oh my goodness, you can talk with them about what the Lord's teaching you that day too, right? And so, and it's good for them to have many relationships that can kind of help walk them and guide them when discipling, right? Ultimately, you want to be mom and dad, but you also want people in the church body to be able to walk it with them too. I had a mentor that um, mentored me in middle school and high school. I still keep in touch with her this many years. It's 20 years we figured out the other day. Um, I was talking to her and, um, but I got to see what life looked like for her in her home because I lived with her for a period of time during college. Um, one summer and um, it made a huge difference for me to get to see her doing her quiet time with her kids and with her husband and with her family um, in her own home versus just what I saw when I was at church. Right. And so when we look at relationships, we want them to know how we live our life as a whole, not just that one moment they might see us at church on a Sunday or a Wednesday or, you know, in our classroom that we're in, we want them to know that we live life for Jesus all the time. Right. And so when we disciple them and we have relationship with them, they get to see that. But they can also see, oh, my goodness, she's having a hard day today, you know. And so um, I think it's anything from going to coffee with them or taking them to lunch. Um, I love to do that with kids. I call it lunch buddies and meet them in the school system where they are and have lunch. Or I meet them in a restaurant sometimes for lunch or breakfast. Um just to hear how they're doing. And it's just to let them share with me what's going on in their lives. And I'm somebody that's different than mom and dad telling them all the rules all day long. Right. And so I can listen and I can also pour back in and give them the word of God too, that they might hear it differently from me than they would hear from mom and dad. Right. So I feel like it's a relationship that you walk with them day by day. Yeah. I love that. And the fact is that 
even whenever our kids are grown out of the house, we don't have children at home, we can still pour into other children. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think of one of our friends who does that. She, her children are all grown and yet she invests time with kids from the church, kids from the community, because it does make a difference. My fourth grade teacher, Sunday school teacher made a big difference in my life. And yes, parents should be the ones that are discipling their children, but we don't live in isolation. We're meant to live in community and we're meant to have those relationships. And as many people as I can have pouring into my children, a biblical worldview, speaking about God, the better. And so I'm very thankful that you do that because one of the people that you mentor is my eldest daughter. She knows that she can call you for, for anything. And, um, you're able to speak to her differently than I am. Right. Especially with your, your job and her job being similar, but Mm -hmm. for her to have someone that she can go to, that's really important for my mom heart. Um, so yeah, to have relationships with others so that we can disciple them. I love that. So what is your favorite scripture right now and why? Um, so I have, <laughs> sorry, I have several, but one that I thought of for this podcast is um, Joshua 24, 15. Um, and it's actually because I've been, I have a four-year-old niece that I get to see every day and bring her to school. And we were talking about it the other day, cause it's one of the verses they're learning and it's choose for this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Um, and just hearing her say that in her little four-year-old voice and asking questions about it on the way to school has just been good for my heart this week because she wanted to tell me all about it. She wanted to tell me about um, what she was learning in school, her her Bible story for the week, and then what she was learning in Iwana. So, um, but I think for all of us with families, that's one of the things we have to do is we choose daily whether we're going to serve the Lord, right, and follow the Lord. And even on the days when it's hard to get up and get out of bed or get going or the days when um, it's just easier to stay home and isolate, that's not what the Lord's called us to do. He's called us to serve him daily, wherever we are, and whatever we're doing. So yeah, minute by minute to do exactly what God wants us to do. And really, whenever you are discipling a child's heart, that takes more time because you're not just telling them what to do. Right. You are getting to the heart and the reason, and you're taking mm-hmm. that time out of your day to model it for them. You're being right. very intentional in everything that you're doing. So you are, you're making that choice to serve the Lord. Yes. And so that is my challenge for you guys this week is that you do. I love the way that she did that verse. I'm going to bring that into the challenge, serve the Lord each day. And as you do look at the children around you, how can you disciple their heart? How can you choose as you're serving the Lord to model for them, God's word, your desire for him, your love for him, your willingness to serve him. And how can you talk to your child's heart so that they can fall in love with Jesus as well? That's right. That's the challenge for the week. And thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, I hope that you will like or subscribe. Have a great week.